Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio with me, your host, Deb Wolf. And today we have a special show. We're going to be interviewing for the first time Moritz Hansen to talk about Dog Breeder Pro, which is web-based dog breeding software. And I've never heard of it. It's fascinating. It could simplify my life. So welcome to the show, Moritz. Thank you so much, Deborah. I'm looking over this and it's it's kind of like you've just thought of everything a breeder would need to know. I, I can't get over how much simpler my life would be if I had this years ago. What made you think of doing this? Well, actually, this is quite a long time coming. The initial version of this software was written 20 years ago. Uh, my brother was working as a software developer, and he was approached by the, the Kennel Union of South Africa to write some software, and he spoke to some breeders, and he saw that they did not really have software to manage their kennel and manage the, the, the pedigrees, build pedigrees. So he built a version a long time ago, gave it away for free online, and you could download it. And at some point, it stopped working. After about uh, eight years, thousands of people had downloaded it. And then in 2000, beginning 2015, he had just sold his company and he decided to rewrite Dog Breeder Pro as web software. Um, a lot had changed in the intervening years. So yes, that was the beginning. And in the beginning of 2016, is it was released to a few beta users and it has really been available for the public in the initial version since since 2017. Well, okay. So did was he in the dog breeding world or not at all? No connection at all? No, not at all. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Both my brother and I um, yeah. have always had dogs and we love dogs, but we were not breeders ourselves. So initially when uh, he wrote the software and also in 2015, the focus was on pedigree software. So how do you build a pedigree for your dog. The idea was that you could add unlimited dogs, but everything was focused on the pedigree. And as we got more customers, they loved the software, but they told us, listen, we want something to help us with our breeding. Um, so with the more data, uh, we want to record made more data of our dogs. We want to be able to record the breeding data and the health data. And we want some, some contacts as well. And, and as more people started using, we got more of these requests. The, the nature of the software changed and we learned more about breeding. Um, in the beginning, it was merely the pedigree, but we learned more about breeding. And even though we are not breeders, I think we, uh, we know <laughs> quite a lot about breeding now. <laughs> oh, I imagine you do. I'm looking at this going, Oh, how did they even think of that? Like, okay. So the, Okay, we're going to go to a break soon. We're going to have to come back. But I just want to tell you some of the stuff here is incredible. Forecasting puppy coat colors uh, using using the dam and sire genotypes. And it's so much to do with the genes and the future that would make our lives simple instead of having to do litter after litter after litter to try and find that one red coat or that one blue eye or that one really tall or really short dog or whatever it is you're shooting for, you're hoping for. This just simplifies it so much. So we're going to go to a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about why breeders even need this. Because people out there who aren't breeders are thinking, well, is it really that complicated? Boy meets girl. 
you got some puppies, you sell them online, bingo. No, it is more complicated than that because we don't want sickness. We don't want sick litters and we don't want to have future problems showing up down the road. Ideally, with all the gene information we have now, we should be able to make extremely healthy dogs. And this is one tool to doing that. So we're going to go to break and we're going to come back with Maurice and talk about Dog Breeder Pro. Stay tuned, everybody, on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back on Animal Party, Pet Life Radio. And Maurice, when I read this, you know, build unlimited pedigrees, automatically calculates the coefficient of inbreeding within five to ten generations. It creates trial matings forecast puppy coat colors. I'm thinking this is like as if I went out and found Mr. Spock from the Enterprise and said, Mr. Spock, would you please organize my breeding program? Yeah. (laughs) It's so awesome. It's like perfect. Oh, you must get such good reviews from people. We do. And you know, the number of people who write to us in all caps, all capital letters, just saying, I love, love, love your software. It is just, it's, it's a lifesaver. It's amazing how people who start using it, um, how much it saves them time. You know, what we are striving to do is to give, there's been dog software out there for a long time. There are different, different types, but we, what we want to do is to create more than just a database. More than just some place where you can record your all your data and go back and get get the data that you put in. We want to make it intelligent to help you to manage smart to do stuff that is is really difficult to do with an Excel spreadsheet or with a book. So one of one of the examples that you just gave is the uh, the genetic coat color forecasting. It was a very very big project, and we worked with a lady from the UK who runs a site uh, doggenetics.co.za. Uh, and she helped us to build this. She is an expert on coat color genetics. And she actually drew the images that you see on the website, more than 12,000 of those images, all the possible combinations and the logic to actually determine what you will get and what kind of dogs and to show exactly what the genotypes are. So even, even if two dogs look exactly the same, one dog might be carrying something that the other is not. And if you want to create something specific or go for a specific color, or you need to know what that is and what it carries and what that will mean for potential breedings. So this is, this is one example of a piece of functionality that is more than just putting in data and getting that data back when you need it. But it really helps your breeding program to actually do what you want to do, what you intend to do. Well, to put it into time, like to, to give people an idea of how long it would normally take, 
you wait till a female is two years of age till you breed her. You wait till a male is about one year of age. You do all your gene testing and all of that, and then you put them together and you and you hope for <laughs> you hope for the color of the coat or whatever it is that you're looking for that is most popular that is going to get you the best homes the quickest for your puppies. And also, you're looking to reduce the chances of certain colors or coats that may be a problem. Right there are certain recessive problems, blue eyes in certain dogs different issues that you want to definitely avoid if it's not a healthy thing for your dog. But that takes two years every time. And then their offspring, another two years and another two. And if you can do this with projection and computers based on the genes, rather than actually have the litters, you're saving so much effort and time. And so many unwanted puppies are not produced, which is the big thing. And the, the exciting thing about this, we are not there yet. But the exciting thing about this is that one of our plans is that it will be possible to find the dog that you need to mate with. So you will be able to say, I have a, a Great Dane and these are the, this is the genotype and I'm looking for a specific color or I want to avoid a specific color, a specific mole pattern or whatever because I don't want, it might cause deceased puppies um, or uh, stillborn puppies. And you'll be able to say, okay, you know, I'm in the United States or I'm in Canada or, you know, I don't really care. Show me anywhere in the world where there's a dog that will give me the puppies that I need and that you can contact that person. That to us seems amazing. We're not there yet, as I said, but that is that is part of our plans. That's like match.dog, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're looking for the perfect one and you don't care where they are in the world because, you know, the semen can be sent. The dog doesn't have to meet. Okay, we're going to go to break and come back again. We're talking about Dog Breeder Pro. If you're a dog breeder out there, you should be checking it out by now because it's just going to simplify your life. I mean, it does all the stuff you have a hassle with, like, you know, lists of potential buyers and waiting lists and contracts, all that stuff. But it goes way beyond that. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute on Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy, and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Hello, we're back on Animal Party Pet Life Radio, and we're here with Maurice Hansen, and we're talking about Dog Breeder Pro. 
And you know, a lot of people are sort of against dog breeds. They they want mutts and they want rescue dogs. And of course, they're often the first people to scoop up a purebred dog that's in a rescue facility. But but we do need purebred still, and we do need to keep track of genes and diseases. And you know, I love mutts as much as anyone else. I really, really do, especially big ones. But if we lose the ability to breed dogs, then we lose all the skills we've made them for. We won't have tracking dogs. We won't have hunting dogs, scenting dogs, seeing eye dogs. We need to keep breeding dogs. So I think it's really good that you've come up with something that makes it sensible and it's just a smart, smart, easy way to do it. So tell me more about Dog Breeder Pro and and why breeders should be into this. Okay, so we spoke about the coat color genetic, many, many breeders for many breeds, it's, that is not interesting, but there are many parts of the application that really applies to all breeders. So you mentioned heat forecasting, the specific period of breeding cycle for different females are different. So with this application, you can specify that. So you can you can specify the past heat. It will show you what the average duration is per heat. And then you can say, okay, it's 26 weeks or 24 weeks or 28 weeks. And the application will automatically calculate the next four heats for you. And you can decide not to breed in a specific heat. Perhaps you want to breed every second heat or every third heat or maybe every heat for, for three or four times and then then not for a couple of years. In our experience, there's, there are many different truths and many different ways that breeders feel is good for their pets or good for their breeding animals. But you can specify all of that and the application will prompt you. It will show you, you have a dashboard, you have a calendar where everything is shown. You can integrate this with your personal calendar. So with your uh, iPhone calendar or with Outlook so that you see the reminders on your telephone or on your computer. Um, you don't need to log on to this, to this application. And this is not just for heat forecasts. It is for your litters. You can see once you've done your matings, you know what the ovulation date is. You can fairly accurately determine your uh, your litter date. And all of this will be on your dashboard. You can have your um, register, your health events. So your vaccinations and dewormings and your future dewormings and vaccinations. So you don't need to try and remember stuff anymore. It's all there. It's on your calendar. It's on your dashboard. You get email reminders. And when you go to a vet, you've got all your information in one place. You can upload documents per dog. It's all there. And it's... Oh, you can upload all the health tests you have to do when you're looking for a mate. And they want to make sure you don't have this disease or that disease. And exactly. yeah, um, you know, I all of this stuff I already do but I do it in such a disjointed, uh, inefficient way. On my cell phone under notes, there's a list of heats and all the dogs heats and when they had their last heats and their next heats. And okay, that's on my phone. And then on my computer, there's all the documents. And then somewhere else in a file folder is, a you know, and so if I have to look for an individual dog, if I'm thinking, okay, now what about Penny? When should I breed Penny next? When should I retire Penny? I got to look three different places. And now I've done all that. And now maybe, okay, now I want to do Dorito. Okay, what? Now I got to start all over again. And then I keep lists, you know, okay, so who am I going to breed this year and when and what? It's such a mess. It takes like two tables a cell phone, a computer, a notebook. And uh, sometimes I make mistakes because I didn't write the date wrong or, or I, I didn't, you know, I just get confused. So this sounds so much simpler and better and better organized. And when it comes to all the genetic testing that people are doing now, this would be really handy to be able to upload your genetic results for right. a specific female or male, a dam or a sire. And then the people looking to mate with you or to consider that or, or people looking for puppies will be able to just see it. It makes sure. so much sense. 
But again, you know, that part of it is just to be clear. <laughs> it is we are still planning for that and building that. Well, when you said we could upload documents, though, wouldn't I be able to upload my test results? Yes, you can. Yes. Of course. Right now it's for yourself. It's not it's not public data. Oh, so. I see. Okay. So just for myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For your own database. So, uh, of course, what you said is true. You know, it brings everything together. It links everything. It's really easy to manage. And it's really easy to work on your on your tablet or your telephone um, or your laptop. One of the things, of course, this is one of the major arguments for using the software. The other thing is in many countries, the legislation is becoming really strict about if you're a breeder, what kind of information do you need to record when you are allowed? How often are you allowed to breed with your dogs? And if you've bred, when did you mate? Um, what does your litter look like? What kind of health testing did you do with the litter? These are, are now becoming requirements in, uh, in, many, in many places. And with this application, you don't need to go and gather information. It's all there. You've got your litter reports and health reports, and you've got a report of all vaccinations done for all the dogs in, in a specific list. So you can say for all your breeding dogs, show me the vaccinations or show me the dewormings. So it's really easy to get the information you need together for your municipality or your uh, local uh, government organization. Well, when you were talking about breeding earlier, I wanted to just say that in Canada, it's a little bit different. You're not allowed to breed consecutively, like the example you mentioned where someone might want to breed three or four times in a row and then stop for a while. You're not allowed to yeah. do that here. You're supposed to wait till they're two, and then you're supposed to skip a litter every time. And right. there are some veterinarians who believe that for the very last mating, you have to have the dog examined first. But in some cases, they would recommend you do consecutive breeding and then retire the female six months earlier. So rather than wait a whole year and breed her again and have her older when she has her litter and spay her older, they would recommend you do two in a row and then finish. But mostly right. you're having a rest heat between every heat for the good of the mama dog to let her regain her strength, regain her nutrition, just get back to a healthy normal before she goes again with this epic, epic journey of raising, you know, growing and then raising 10 or 12, who knows, puppies. So, um, so that's what's going on there. But it would sure be handy too. I can just think of like an evacuation situation where you're trying to get your, all your dogs in your kennel out and you need to leave. And, you know, maybe you have to cross a border because your area is on fire and the only place you have to board them is across the border. So much easier to print off all your vaccination records if they're in one spot. Unlike me, then I got to go find everybody's tag on their neck and hope that they haven't shaken it off somewhere you know so <laughs> it'd be real handy to have that in an emergency situation for sure exactly exactly yeah and what you said is interesting you know we as i said we are not breeders but we've been building an application for breeders so you get feedback all the time and we believe i mean at the end of the day this uh, the software is not for me it is for the breeders so if a breeder come to us and they say listen this is what we want if it's different from what we already have or it's new then we have a discussion with that breeder and we have a discussion with other breeders like what you just said about you know you should breed a female and then rest a year we had many discussions with many breeders and these are all people who who, who love their dogs and take care of their dogs and the interesting thing is with many of these areas, many of these questions, there are different ideas about what is good. I cannot determine what that is. Some governments have ideas and it's the vets and I'm sure they are right. But what you just said, you know, when we had this specific discussion, some breeders told us, yeah, well, we believe that it's easier on a female to breed four times in a row and then never again. 
because she's young and she, her body can take it better. So we do that and then we just keep her. And others say, no, you know, we do it every two years. And others say, no, we skip a heat. And there's all these different ideas. We don't try to mandate a specific way of doing this. We believe that most people who use this software are people who take care of their dogs, who will take go to the effort of actually recording the information. But whatever your preferences or your belief is what is good for your dogs, you are able to actually do that in the application. Yes, and you definitely want to operate within the laws of the country you're in. So even though you may have a reason to think your breed is different and the rules shouldn't apply, it's a very dangerous game to play. It's so much better to just go by the rules, go all the way by the rules, have a veterinarian examining your mama dogs before and after they have litters, have vaccinations done by a veterinarian. I know you can do them yourself, but if you have a veterinarian examining every puppy every time they're vaccinated, you are so much further along in terms of just wellness and safety and security, 100% guaranteed these puppies are sound the way you say they are when they're being adopted. So I, I strongly recommend whatever country you're in, look up the kennel bylaw, look up the rules and uh, abide by them because it just brings on so many hassles if you don't. And they are well construed, well considered, drafted with the expertise of veterinarians in, in the areas they're in. So it does make sense to do that. But I really like it that you're making it so much simpler for people like me. And, you know, one of your testimonials, it says whether you've got three dogs or 300, this is a good thing to buy. And so it seems like it's, it's really making people's lives simple. Finland, New Zealand, Germany, people from all over the world are finding your program. Yeah, we actually, we actually, 39 countries, people from 39 countries are currently using it. And I'm sure Canadians, right? Like me? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we have quite a few Canadians indeed. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Could you let us know, just let my listeners know how they find Dog Breeder Pro, where they can go to see what it's all about? Sure. So you just go to dogbreederpro.com and you can register for a trial it is one thing i did not mention is it's available in 12 languages so in canada i know there are many french speakers it is available in french as well so you can register for a trial version you don't need a credit card it's just an email address you can use it for 30 days if you like it then you can subscribe there's a simple version of five dollars a month or a premium version that includes all the functionality for ten dollars a month and yeah that's it well, since we're talking dogs and purebred dogs, I usually give you, the listeners, a little little bit of news or tidbits or strange animal facts. So here's a strange animal fact for you. If you've got a beagle and it doesn't have a white-tipped tail, you do not have a beagle. No, you got something else. You got a beagle cross. All purebred beagles have white-tipped tails. So there's something to look for when you meet a beagle on the street. Check it out. Is there a white tip tail on the end of that dog or not? Another thing I wanted to bring up was months or years ago, I mentioned on air how annoyed I was at a Subaru commercial because when they show dogs on TV and they show them incorrectly, it irks me. And they had this commercial where they showed these Malamutes and Huskies in this car and these sled dogs just wouldn't get out and wouldn't play in the snow, which is completely inaccurate, impossible. And okay, that was the point of the commercial. But I recently met the person who owns those dogs. And I asked her, her name's Teresa, and I asked her, what was with that? How hard was it to, for you to get your dogs to refuse to play in the snow? And she said, well, actually, it was kind of, uh, you know, staged. They picked 
a female dog she had that was really old with a whole bunch of illnesses and problems. Dog barely moved at all, didn't really like to go out at all. So it was a ringer for the part. It, did, it had nothing to do with the snow. This dog just like it was a layabout sort of a dog. So they picked that one. And then the one that was talking in the commercial was a lonely pup. So that's when a litter is born and there's only one puppy. Litters usually have four, five, 10, 12, lots of siblings. So when a litter is born and there's only one, that dog is very unusual. Usually it becomes very talkative, very communicative, needs a lot of interaction, kind of a needy dog. It's sort of favored by its mother and it becomes a, a interesting and quirky and a, an amazing dog, but very unusual. And that's the one they showed in the commercial doing all the talking, which makes so much sense. So, okay, if you do get a purebred dog and you're getting it just for the looks, look into its personality. You might think, oh, well, I'll be different. I will teach my husky not to pull, or I will teach my golden retriever not to run off and go swimming, or I will train my Shiba Inu to like strangers. You may think that, but it's not likely to happen. I got to tell you, these dogs have been bred for certain things for years and years and years and years. And they're really, really, you know, kind of set up that way. A golden retriever wants to swim. A Shiba Inu does not want to meet new people. <laughs> and a husky really, really wants to pull. So, yeah, I can train a husky not to pull. And I can train a golden retriever to sit, stay next to water. But really, why not go with the breed that's personality suits you? So if you're a water person and you love swimming and you want a dog who's in and out of the water all the time on your boat, pick a retriever. Absolutely. If you're working in a store and, and you want your dog to greet all the customers, well, pick a shih tzu. Pick, pick some dog that loves people. Don't pick a Shiba Inu. <laughs> so breed does matter. And uh, this program, Dog Breeder Pro, is going to help breeders get even better breeds, healthier breeds, but they will be very task-focused. Purebred dogs were made for something. So before you get one, look into what skill set it has and make sure it's a match for you. If this dog was made to race or run or hunt or do something extremely athletic and you're not, no, maybe pick a different breed. Pick a couch potato breed. There are plenty of those. There are plenty of dogs that were bred just to be companions. So consider the exercise level, consider the coat, consider the energy and the attitude, and then pick your dog. Okay, everybody, from Dog Breeder Pro and me, Deb Wolf, and Animal Party on Pet Life Radio, thanks for listening and be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.